Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Wet Cement Podcast. I'm Tyler, your host, and I'm joined by Luke Mueller, also a host. The sub-host. He, he's, well, he's the main host for this episode, yes. uh, and I'm going to let him take it away. Mm-hmm. So in this episode today, we are talking about the end of the world as we know it, or as we don't know it, because we really don't know how it's all going to happen. So with that in mind, let's just, you know, jump right into it. So Tyler, what do you think about the end of the world in like a general sense? Well, just to, to clarify here, are you talking about theories or ideas oh. about the world just like exploding or humanity ending or... Yeah, for sure. So in this episode, it's kind of all encompassing. We're going to be talking about, you know, the theories that people have, the probabilities, you know, the timelines. Um, and, you know, of course, the, the Christian theory that goes into this, of course, um, not theory, I guess, necessarily. <laughs> but starting out, I just want to like go through a brief history that I found on the web you know, as far as sources go, I think it's pretty credible. But, you know, if you have an issue with it, let me know. You know, the first, you know, end of world theory, you know, of course, is like Christianity. And, you know, it's, it's what's laid out in Revelation. Exactly. So this is how all these things are going to happen. That and that's the, ver the very first, you know, theory or how it's going to happen that, you know, has come out of, you know, humanity. Um, and then that progressed, honestly, until like the 1940s. Um, that was the mm. main idea. You know, there were others, like the Greeks, you know, the Norse people with Ragnarok or whatever that is. But, you know, they're all kind of offshoots of that, meant, that central theory. And then you get to 1940, where it's the atomic era. You know, humanity has kind of moved away from religion um, and they've decided, you know, we don't want to do religion anymore. We're going to do things through science. And so, you know, atomic theory, um, the end of the world through that. It's really interesting because it only has like about a 1% chance probability of actually happening. Um, nuclear Holocaust actually making the whole world extinct. But that was one of the other theories. And then the, the modern era, which is new threats through nanotechnology and things like that. So there's all those different mm -hmm. sorts of threats. I didn't really research in that nanotechnology one. It sounds really interesting, but I don't really know what it's about. But as far as like different schools of thought go, as far as the modern era, there's a couple of things, um, mainly to do with natural disasters, because, you know, you can have like technology that can take over or something like that. And then you can have natural disasters. So the main one is what they call the scorched earth theory. Mainly what that means is the sun in, I think it was like 5.7 billion years. So this, again, is something that probably won't yeah, happen. very far in the future. It won't happen in our lifetime, that's for sure. <laughs> Are you so, sure? <laughs> unless we find out a cure for mortality. But, so that basically, the sun will, you know, evolve into a state where it gets, you know, too hot for Earth. And basically just... Too oh, hot for yeah. Earth or it, like, explodes? Both. Okay. <laughs> the Earth will evaporate before it explodes. Okay. Or there's another the um, theory that, you know, it'll explode beforehand, but, you know, we don't know which one is which. But things get too hot, and it... Everything just... Massive, crazy climate change, yes. and everything dies. Like, yes, climate, you know, just boom, everything goes. Uh, so, yeah, that's unlikely that humanity will see that, because as we'll see later, a lot of people think that humanity itself won't last that long, because of other reasons. That one one reason is artificial intelligence takeover. I thought this one was really interesting, because I don't necessarily think it's 
at all possible. But, you know, have you ever seen like the uh, the Terminator or I guess the Matrix has some sort of idea in that, too, where it's like, yeah, there's lots of movies that are yeah. post post apocalyptic. Right. Like where artificial intelligence has, you know, decided they don't want human masters anymore. And so they you know <laughs> try to take over and kill all the humans and stuff. Even like um, what's it called? Age of Ultron has that idea in it. Too. Yeah. So people think that's a possibility as far as, you know, the end of the world could go. Uh, let's see. What was... Oh, yes. It has a 5% chance of happening, according to this this thing made in 2008. Um, it has a 5% chance of happening Probably before... Probably that's higher now, since that was made in 2008. Right, because <laughs> they didn't have a ton of really advanced technology in 2008. I mean, more. I mean, I just heard the other day there was a news article about how China is trying to put out some of the first like legislation of any country about specifically trying to have limits on AI and what people can do with it. Yeah. I guess they're afraid of it a little bit and what could be done with it if you just let it run free. Yeah, that's for sure. And you've seen like um, Google with there is it deep something deep mind something that Google does where they've given basically artificial intelligence a body like in, in a computer form. So they're like, this is the certain you know restrictions that you have move from point A to point B. Mm. And you'll see it learn through repetition of yeah. millions of trials, how to figure out how to walk from point A to point oh, B. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. look how we walk because, you know, there are certain different things. Um, but it's really interesting to see how AI just like develops that sort of idea about how to get yeah. to point A to point yeah, B. Absolutely. So, you know, you can make your judgment if that's going to be. <laughs> the end of the world. The the scorched earth or the uh, uh, the, the, AI? the ar- artificial intelligence. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you said, the scorched earth, earth one is so far in the future. Right. We There's... can't even really concern that right. with us right now. Right. Exactly. AI is a bit more pertinent. Yeah. And then as far as like so much of our popular culture right now, whether that's like video games or whether that's movies, so much of it's relating to the zombie apocalypse. You know, everyone's <laughs> like. Oh, zombies are going to... People just like the idea of getting their brains eaten. I, yeah, I, I never understood that, but people can, you know, do whatever they'd like in that respect. As far as zombie apocalypse goes, it's not a very likely thing um, as far as... Because there aren't any diseases that we know of right now that have that sort of effect. There could be some, like, for example, rabies and things like that that can take over the mind. But on a large scale that has that sort of spread and that sort of... Um, mortality rate it's not very likely unless it was you know artificially made so i wouldn't be surprised if something like that did develop eventually develop eventually because there's parasites and things that will attach to insects and essentially just use the insect's body as a shield and they'll kill the insect and just use its body as armor i think a more likely option as far as disease goes is you know natural diseases so, for example, like COVID-19, although we've seen uh, that it hasn't had as much of an effect as a lot of people thought it would, you know, think about the lock death or something like that. Where it's- Yeah, well, nowhere near the percentage of people have died from COVID as from other right. diseases. Exactly. But I think as far as like a zombie apocalypse goes in relation to, let's say, a disease outbreak, I think a disease outbreak has much more capability to, you know, destroy humanity as we know it um we've seen that we know that we have a lot of modern technology that can really help with that but we also know that diseases do mutate and they 
yeah, evolve. There will absolutely, to... be more pandemics in the future. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Yeah. So, and then the fourth and final, like, I guess, option, if option is the right word, is the the super volcanoes, which ah yes. I remember you talked to me about this a while <laughs> ago. You know, um, what I read in the article was about every one hundred thousand years, there's a chance that you know they might you know explode and so mount st helens is one of the great examples if it were to do that it would you know cover the whole entire earth in ash which would essentially you know block out the sun not allowing anything to glow to mm-hmm. grow um we would you know kind of see like an ash winter where you know it, you know we wouldn't see any sunlight yeah it would be a, a forced winter from the ash cloud. This is what I know at least a little bit about mm-hmm. just because of the, the movie Super Volcano. <laughs> Watched that in eighth grade. Oh, it was, it's probably not very good, but uh, in the moment watching it in class, I was just like, yes, we're watching a movie, not doing work. Yeah. And stuff like that. But yeah, just with how wind patterns move and whatnot, if the Super Volcano in Yellowstone National Park were to erupt, it would carry that ash cloud east across the U.S. and over into Iceland and eventually Europe and places mm-hmm. like that. And, yeah, it would, uh, it would not be not be fun. Everybody in the path would have to move unless they wanted to die. It only takes, I think it's two inches of ash on a roof to, to, to collapse an average roof. Really? It's, wow. Ash is very heavy. <laughs> and so, yeah, people would... It, it would cause a lot of casualties, obviously, and it, it would uproot many people as well. Yeah, for sure. Especially, like, even if it were to, you know, only encompass, let's say, Asia or, let's say, the United States, and some places would be, you know, unaffected more or less by it, it would still drastically impact how those people live because, you know, they don't get m- many of their exports from other countries because of, you know, this, that, and the other thing. So that's a possibility as well. Um, as far as likelihoods go, it's really interesting. So apparently this is from 2008. So like um, molecular nanotechnology weapons have like a, is it a 19 or like a 5% chance? I can't actually tell. Cause I'm <laughs> I think you put 5%. Yeah, it's a 5% chance. Of when when you say molecular nanotechnology weapons, what are you referring to there? That's a great question. I actually have no idea. yep my research led me that far so i guess i don't necessarily know exactly what that means either i would imagine that just well i think iron man very small robots that are able to infiltrate things and topple computer systems and things like that obviously Mm -hmm. you couldn't have a gun that's nano you know things like that but right something that like you know it's more of a, a spy weapon than it is a so as far as that goes, I wouldn't see how that could necessarily, you know, wipe out humanity as we know it. Delete the internet, right. the entire internet. Right. <laughs> and, you know, people could live without that. It would it take would, some adjusting. It would uh, cause quite the chaos, I think. Yeah, it, but would, yeah. Yeah, it would take some adjusting, but, you know. Uh, apparently, you know, there's a 4% chance that all wars, including civil wars, could wipe out humanity. I, I think... There's a likelihood, but there's an even less, it's even less likely that nuclear war will, you know, knock out humanity, which I yeah, think is really Because of the way that we have seen the consequences of, of nuclear war and how quickly we could end oh, all yeah. life, I, 
doesn't seem likely unless somebody just had a death wish for the entire world. Right, exactly. We have mutually assured destruction. So most, if not all countries, okay, no, it's definitely most countries or well-established countries in the world have nuclear weapons. We're all ready at any point to attack another country with nuclear weapons if they attack us. And we'll just, you know, destroy the entire earth, you know, scorch the entire earth if that happens. And so everyone's like, why would we do that? So mm. no one really wants to do that. That's why it's only, according to this research, a 1% chance that that will actually happen before the year 2100. Um, yeah, but if that did happen, let's say, you know, nuclear missiles were launched and then all of them were launched. I think it could have a very big effect on, you know, the world. I don't think it would necessarily destroy humanity as a species, but it would have, you know, a very drastic effect. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yep. It's one of those scenarios that's just hard to yeah. imagine yeah, that's along with it. Because... Yeah, according to the survey, natural pandemic only had a half of a percent chance of actually destroying the world. I think after COVID-19 and everything that's developed in recent years, I think they would raise that percentage, but I can't necessarily say so. Well, it's hard to it's it's really hard to say because with modern medicine and things how they are now, we can synthesize and make vaccines, and we can keep people fairly isolated and away from each other. You don't have to be in such communal areas all the time. People can live by themselves and you can close borders and you can do all this stuff that wasn't as easy to do a hundred years ago. A lot of the reason why the Spanish flu was so deadly is probably because they just didn't have the same technology and understanding of medicine that we do today. And 20 million people died from that. It probably would have been much less could have been maybe even very similar to how COVID has gone through the world. Uh, yeah. It's just well, yeah, because, you know, you think about, like, the Spanish flu, we didn't have the technology for that. And you'd think we'd have much better technology to combat illnesses, you know, right on the spot, too. But then you look at COVID, and it took us however long, a year to get in, well, depending on your viewpoint, a year, maybe two years to get an actual working vaccine where we can actually, you know, start knocking down the numbers. Mm -hmm. And so what if you extrapolate the, you know, how bad COVID was, let's say there's a more advanced strain of COVID or there's just a whole new entire disease that we know nothing about and it hits hard and fast, that could have an impact on that as well. Like, it, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> I got nothing else there. So. COVID is also a hard one just because... There's no real real good way to just know that you have it without getting right. tested. Yeah. And I guess that's similar for a lot of things. But, for example, if it was like chickenpox or something like that, and you just knew you had COVID because all of a sudden you got spots on your face right. and all over your You'd body, be like, oh, it'd be pretty society. easy to yeah. keep that from spreading because it'd be very visible and everybody would know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think... Do you think it's possible that humanity will go extinct, you know, in the future? Like, I'm not giving you a timeline because <laughs> I guess, you know, 5.7 billion years when the sun, you know, scorches the earth, that's definitely a possibility. If we're talking that the earth and humans will just continue to live here and see where that takes us, then I think it's unlikely because we will, humanity probably would 
uh, go out to different yeah. planets and things like that, and eventually, like, even if everybody died on Earth, there'd be people on Mars or other places around the universe. Personally, as a Christian, and I, I do subscribe to the, the events in Revelation, and obviously there's different views about how those things will actually go down, mm -hmm. uh, but that ultimately, I guess you could call that a kind of extinction of humanity in their yeah. current form. I would definitely, So that we could yeah. live in heaven on the new earth with God, with Jesus. And so, in that regard, yeah, yes. So, you know, in, in Revelation and in the biblical interpretation of, you know, the end of time, there's a there's a period before you know Jesus comes back um, and takes his people up into heaven where there there is I think it's called like the age of calamity or I actually don't know but basically a lot of things go wrong and that's kind of mm -hmm. like you know the culmination of all these things coming together do you think any of the things we've talked about today could play a part in that oh time of calamity? absolutely that could contribute to things yeah. like that. Uh, and that's been the problem for thousands, ever since Jesus died of people keep thinking that the end is near and that this new bad thing has to be a sign that we are entering into what has been prophesied in Revelation. <laughs> but uh, keep, things keep, life keeps going on and that's, that's the point. We're, we're not going to know exactly when that's going to happen and... Most likely, yeah, things like this, and probably things that we can't even imagine, because it hasn't been invented yet, will come into play during that time. And Yeah, I could probably even point out like 50 times in my life where if someone has said to me, or I've seen on the news, like, this is one of the, you know, the things that point towards the end of our world. Or like, what was the thing in 2012 where they, you know... That, that was the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah. They just decided to have their calendar end there because they probably were like, ah, oh, we're not going to reach that point in our lifetimes. I don't need to put in the work to make our calendar longer than that. And so we've been talking today about like, you know, predictions of how and what will happen in the future and how long it will take and stuff. But it kind of all boils down to, we honestly, we really don't know. Because the end of the world will culminate with, you know, Jesus coming back. And he says that we won't know that. Mm -hmm. And so therefore... We can never know that until, you know, <laughs> literally the time that it happens. I mean, you can take that as literally or as figuratively yeah. as you want. Maybe it's a general consensus, like the public opinion will be that we don't know when it'll happen. But there might be a couple people or people out there that are like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a sign. They could be right. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's probably more of a general consensus thing. Yeah. It might be just some guesswork too. like, oh, I think... You know, you could say it every single day and eventually you'd be right, but mm -hmm. unless, of course, you died. Have you watched or read any of the, the Left Behind series? I have not. No. It looks really interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting take on the events of the end of the world as foretold in Revelation. Oh, oh, it's um, it's a it's a Christian take on it. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a thing about Christian movies that just... I mean, you know, the, the movie, I don't think, much. was created by christian director oh, or anything okay. like that but the books were okay written. yeah post-apocalyptic stuff and like apocalyptic oh that word apocalyptic stuff is really interesting though like whether that's nuclear holocaust or some sort of other you know catastrophic thing it's a really interesting genre to read because you know it's interesting to see how drastically the world can change 
with like into one single event. Well, it's the same sort of fascination that people just have with death in general, just because yeah. we, unless you are a Christian and believe in heaven and everything that comes after that and from believing in Christ, people have no idea what actually happens. It's just this nothing and we, we can't know other than these people that have uh, claimed to have seen things after they've died and been revived. Mm-hmm. And well, and even as Christians, we don't know exactly what happens after death, too. We're, we yeah. are told, but there are certain things that, you know, we don't necessarily know. Like, what will the new heavens and the new earth look like? Will I live, you know, in this house <laughs> on the new earth? When they say that we'll have new bodies, are they completely different bodies? Or are they the same bodies, but just fresh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing, this is really off topic, but I was in church a couple weeks ago and the the pastor told us to close our eyes and imagine what heaven looks like and it was really interesting because i closed my eyes and i was like the only thing i could picture was streets of like actual gold and then like mm-hmm. buildings of gold and it was in this like cylindrical fashion where it would go up and around we were like in this <laughs> like huge ring from, like a space station from the mandalore or the book of boba fett yeah isn't the space station oh like yeah yeah so that's really random what do you think heaven looks like? <laughs> I think I just more imagine a, a world that's just teeming with life. And yeah, there, there could still be these streets of gold, which are talked about and mm-hmm. things like that. But it probably isn't everywhere that's necessarily streets of gold. And yeah, just life everywhere. And you every, it, just nature fully integrated with buildings. And yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I wonder what I don't know. Well, because you know, before the flood, there's a there's a strain of thought that thinks that, you know, nature was really different, like huge trees and, you know, larger animals and a bunch of different things. Do you think the new heavens and the new earth will be more like that or more like what it is right now? I think it'd be really interesting <laughs> if it was like that, or yeah. perhaps if it's just sort of an extension of what the Garden of Eden was like, but over the whole world. And we obviously don't know exactly what that was like, other than that it was a paradise. It was a utopia. And without sin, it would have, would have stayed that way. And Mm -hmm. obviously things, things didn't go as planned there, but not at all. Well, do you have any final thoughts about the subject of, I guess, the end of the world and what we just talked about? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we we covered quite quite a few of the different options out there. Are any of them particularly likely to happen? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't... In my opinion, I mean, the, the supervolcano theory is... I wouldn't want to say one of my favorites because that sounds like cruel and, you know, <laughs> my favorite, you know, way people are going to die. But I think as far as likelihood, you know, that could be a pretty likely thing, you know. Or at least maybe on a small scale, that could be a thing as well. Just as a, a mini eruption? Yeah, a mini, you know, extinction. <laughs> um, but Just takes out a continent? Right, exactly. Yeah. I think that's probably the most likely. I think zombie apocalypse is just really, you know, a fantasy thing. I think AI takeover is in the same vein where, you know, people have just kind of done it so much in popular culture that people start believing that it can actually happen. And then scorched earth, of course, you know, definitely very possible. But what if somebody decided to bomb the sun and explode it? That is a possibility. 
Yep. But that'd be the same as nuclear war, essentially, because you'd just be a death wish for everybody. Yep, and technically the sun is nuclear, so... So, yeah. But that's all I've got for today for our little discussion. It was really <laughs> interesting. Um, but if you guys have thoughts over in the podcast land and you want to let us know, you probably have our phone numbers because you probably know us. So you can go ahead us and give us Yeah, a call. let us know which, which of these potential world-ending events is your favorite. You mm-hmm. know? Which one would you like to see come happen in your lifetime? <laughs> let us know. Would you rather be burned <laughs> by a exploding sun or would you rather... Have your soul crushed by a Terminator AI. Yep. Or get your brains eaten out by zombies. Exactly. And become a zombie. Yep. (laughs) All (laughs) potential options. None of them good. All of them entertaining. (laughs) We hope you've been entertained. Yep. And otherwise, I guess guess that's it. So don't forget to floss your toes. (laughs) It's always something that needs to be done. Every night, floss your toes. 